Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Sometimes the advancements we see in podcasting look pretty small compared to the hype we see and hear about in other forms of media. Would you be better jumping ship to try the next big thing? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. I love a good distraction, a meander, a cool new thing, related to podcasting or not, that I can spin a few cycles on. For me, it helps keep my brain from gunking up or getting stuck in a rut. Being on the bleeding edge keeps me energized, really. Knowing that people turn to me for the what's next, I mean, that's that's pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. And there are also tangible benefits from tinkering with the next new thing as soon as you can, like, you know, early mover status. It's also difficult to predict what's going to be and what's not going to be a hit. So I personally, I tend to dabble in those new trends, if, if only for a short while, to see how they can further my own creativity as a podcaster. So yes, I clearly love distractions. And I think it's healthy for podcasters to explore new tools, technologies, and other nifty things that live on the periphery of podcasting. But don't get too distracted. Don't forget that what you're here for is podcasting. Don't get so distracted that you start to spend more time with that thing on the periphery than you are spending with your podcast. Now, a quick caveat for a moment here. Not everyone who starts out a podcaster stays a podcaster. There are many podcasters who, after engaging in a distraction on the edge of podcasting, have made a complete shift to what was a distraction, and now it is their full-time creative endeavor. I know podcasters who've become successful writers. I know podcasters who've become successful YouTubers and Instagrammers. I know podcasters who've launched new products initially aimed at podcasting, but then they found greater success in a different industry and have pivoted totally. With that aside, keep in mind that podcasting is rather resilient, and many of podcasting's purported disruptors have either fizzled out or remain not much more than a curiosity. And many new ones are poised to do just that. We're going to go a few through a few of these. But first... This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. 
Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. Remember Enhanced Podcasting from back in 2006? Yeah, for the uninitiated, enhanced podcasting were, well, podcasts that had images added to the audio of an episode. If the listener was listening on a device that supported them and the podcaster had added the images to the audio file, a sort of slideshow with audio would be the result. And of course, not surprisingly, that fizzled out. But it didn't die. I mean, today there are probably a dozen or so apps building on the idea now adding video clips and polls and links and other outside things to the podcast into the enhanced version. It's a very cool idea, no doubt, and I'll even concede that there are some features in there that might make some podcast episodes more enjoyable. But enhanced podcasting, or whatever the developer's marketing team is calling it, it has thus far failed to become the dominant way podcasts are created or consumed. And while I never like to say never, it's never going to happen. I mean, the fact that listeners don't have to watch or engage with their device as they enjoy the content is one of podcasting's strongest features. Removing that effectively removes a leg on a chair. Things get wobbly. So if you want to explore enhanced podcasting or whatever it is called today, sure, have fun. Heck, you might even have an excellent use case that your audience may really appreciate when you do it. But that's always going to be an exception rather than the rule. And then there was the pivot to video that has always been reported to be the next thing to replace podcasting. Just a quick trivia piece here. Podcasting predates YouTube. And a quick fact, YouTube grow way, way faster than podcasting and rolled out viable monetization options right away. I mean, hell, it became and remains the second largest search engine, as much as that phrase makes me cringe. So it was no surprise that some podcasters started making video versions of their show way back then. Nor was it a surprise when lots of new services started cropping up to sell services to the podcasters who wanted to get their podcast in video form which of course led to the never-ending coverage of the eventual pivot to video that I've seen on and off for the last 15 years. But that hasn't happened. I mean, sure, we have services like YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok that are there and larger than ever before, larger than podcasting even. Many podcasters create content and or maintain presences on those platforms. I mean, as I said earlier, I know some podcasters who ditch their podcast in favor of one or more of those platforms. But that's not the norm. And more importantly, the pivot to video didn't happen. And likely won't. Next, let's do social audio or drop-in audio. Live talk shows, but created and also listened to exclusively on mobile devices. Now, the timing of social audio was rather fortuitous 
coinciding with the first wave of the pandemic back in 2020, when the lockdown had many of us craving some human interaction. And social audio apps gave us that. And we podcasters, already skilled at making engaging audio content, flocked to social apps like mad people, actually. Some of us going so far as to find ways to hook up our studios and actually push the sound into the drop-in social audio app so that we sounded way better. In fact, some of them have gone so far as to record their entire podcasts on those services. And some are still doing that, I'm sure. But most aren't. Because producing a live show and producing a podcast are two very different things. And fans of one feel shortchanged when a podcaster tries to do them both. But then again, some podcasters have found social audio as a very good way to grow an audience, get feedback from an audience, even extend their concepts that they discuss on their podcast. But the predicted migration away from podcasting to social audio never materialized over any of its ongoing iterations, and it likely won't. Let's talk about virtual reality, or augmented reality before that. Or sure, today, the metaverse. None of this is new. I mean, sure, there's new money pouring into it. And yeah, advances in technology have happened, giving us faster processors, smaller components, or whatever else is necessary to make Second Life Part 2 a thing. And you know what? Eventually, maybe, it will be a thing. But as much as I'd love to have a heads-up display or be able to check out for a few hours on a virtual beach in the tropics, none of that is going to replace podcasting. Not anytime soon. So yeah, enjoy the bleeding edge. Get out there and explore. But don't make such a big bet on any of those distractions that you lose sight of your podcast. And with that, I shall be back directly with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, Unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, 
threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.